bonjour and welcome to the album nerds podcast that was a little french canadian i'm dude and that is andy say hi buddy what's up dude welcome to the show everybody happy uh canadian day canadian or, day what's that well <laughs> 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 it's a uh, canadian fourth of july it's day they celebrate uh, all the things that make canada awesome and we're going to uh celebrate a little bit ourselves here on the album nerds podcast we're gonna talk about some of our favorite canadian albums yes sir we are uh yeah so canada day is coming up on july 1st and we talk about canadian artists me in particular i love many artists from canada rock bands country singers it's really weird i love driving through canada because there's a lot of cool rock and roll on the radio stations and uh so we thought we'd give a little tribute to canada for their celebration of canada day which is the national it's their big national day it is a celebration of when they united the three separate colonies of canada so they do their picnics and you know there's stuff just like we do here for 4th of July, so uh, we figured it was a good time to call out a couple of cool Canadian records. Uh, and there's some really interesting artists. There's all so many artists from Canada that you probably don't know are Canadian. Andy, you've been looking into this. Tell me what you found. Yeah, there's, well, there's a ton, actually. Uh, there's some you might recognize. You know, you got like your Drake, who makes a big deal out of being Canadian, uh, Justin Bieber, Tragically Hip, Celine Dion probably recognize uh, those names as being Canadian but there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, more established artists that you might expect to be an American but they're actually born in Canada so guys like Neil Young Jody Mitchell Leonard Cohen band Rush and Steppenwolf all are Canadian plus a whole bunch of like more current day artists you want to run through some of those oh man there's there's a ton so I mean I love a band called one bad son they're from Canada I love a band called the Sheepdogs. They're from Canada. The Glorious Sons, a smaller band out of Canada that I really enjoy. And, you know, Culture Wall. We just talked about him uh, a week or two ago. He's from Canada. Shania Twain is from Canada. Um, Yeah, it's just, there's way more than you would think. I mean, then there's, you know, bands like Anvil, Our Lady Peace from the 90s, Finger Eleven, I think, Three Days Grace, Sum 41, Nickelback, of course. Yeah, it's just amazing how many recognizable groups have uh, are from Canada. Crash Test Dummies. Once I knew this kid. Yeah, so there's a ton of good music in Canada. I think they go underappreciated a little bit for, for how much good music they do come out of that. It does come out of that country. Um, but we both picked out a record that we um, associate with Canada and I think it would be good to play uh, as you're uh, setting up fireworks and uh, drowning your fries and your poutine and uh, eating that Canadian pizza. So let's start off with a band you mentioned a second ago, uh, the Sheepdogs. Got one of the records you, uh, you really love, buddy? Well, you know we've talked about the Sheepdogs before. Uh, right. We talked about Learn, Learn and Burn, which was one of our uh, future classics type of recommendations. And, you know, they've had, I think, six, five or six records altogether. And they came out with one in 2015 called Future Nostalgia. We didn't, we, you know, I don't know, people out there may or may not know, but we have had a website up for years album nerds uh that was more of a social network type of thing that shit the bed <laughs> and then we had 
we were doing YouTube videos for a while, and that the people that were watching were mostly disagreeing with everything we had to say. So in between, we kind of didn't do much, and this record came out in that time. So we haven't had a chance to talk about it. So I've been looking for an excuse to do so. It's uh, it's a great record. So basically, the Sheepdogs had a little bump in their careers. They were self-producing band. Uh, they're a kind of a southern rock 70s vibe from Saskatoon, uh, Saskatchewan. We've talked about that before. Creedence Clearwater Revival comes to mind. Allman Brothers, all these types of cool bands in their sound. And they were on the cover of the Rolling Stone. They won this contest where an unsigned band could get on the cover. So then they got a record deal with RCA, I think, or Arista, I forget which one. And then they had a self-titled album come out that was produced by Patrick Carney from the Black Keys. And it was much more Black Keysy. It was... the production was cleaner. The songs were tighter. Uh, they just weren't as lush. The production wasn't as lush. It was a little more blues rock sounding. They went independent again, produced this them, themselves, and it's a much fuller, nicer, more fun affair for me. It's one of my favorites of theirs. And uh, why don't we jump in and play one of their songs so that we can kind of set the mood here. Let's do that. This is uh, Downtown. The uh, I think it was the first single off this record. I believe you're correct. In a very funny video, they like, they like doing funny videos, just uh, for those of you that like to watch them. So Andy, what do you think of this record? Had you listened to it very much in these in these intervening years here, these last couple of years since it's been out? Yeah, I still listen to it occasionally. You know, the Sheepdogs, they have that very rare talent of being able to write new music that has like an immediate familiarity to it. I think it's because they've, they've kind of captured that sound we were talking about, that like 70s guitar style so well that it, I'm not saying they like sound exactly like those bands, but they definitely have a familiarity and a kind of a relatableness to these songs that makes them immediately catchy and immediately uh it's easy it's easy to understand what's going on in these records well yeah the real strength is the dueling guitars you know you got good guitar solos Mm -hmm. and a lot of vocal harmonies i think i read somewhere uh what was it that he said he was looking ewan curry the lead singer and and i think principal songwriter he Somewhere in an article I read said that he's looking for the perfect blend between Led Zeppelin and Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And I think that's perfect. I think that's exactly what they are. And I really like it. Oh, yeah, totally. You got kind of like that big guitar sound of Led Zeppelin and then kind of some really good melodies that you'd get with uh, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. And yeah, I mean, it's a really good combo. I, this is a really good representation of that. Like you said, it sounds like you want to sound not not overly produced by any means yeah it's it's catchy it's it's a little bit longer than some of the other records um Mm -hmm. in terms of runtime um but yeah i think it's probably my second favorite uh sheepdog record after after learn and burn that we talked about me too that's exactly where i am on it i mean yes it does have many tracks 18 tracks but the last from 13 to 18 are part of a medley and that's one of the things i love about about uh learn and burn and same with this album is the they've got a bunch of little ideas and they string them together kind of like at the end of abbey road right. uh, 
by the Beatles. So I dig that. I think it's fun, and there's all these different sounds, all kind of all these short little songs, all kind of sewn together uh, in a. I guess we'll call it a Canadian quilt. There you go. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can definitely tell they they care about creating albums, as we talked about on the show many times. You know, they're yeah. not just out there trying to make a good single, or they're trying to craft a complete body of songs, and it shows. And this is a good good representation of that. Yep, they're very popular in Canada. Their albums sell well there. They're on the radio there. They, I think, they play at a lot of you know, Stanley Cup and hockey events and um, Canadian football games and stuff. So they're doing well there. They just haven't really broken in here in the in the United States. But maybe maybe they will, and maybe we can help. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we'll do all we can to get this kind of music out there for sure. Shall we play uh, one more track from this record? Yeah, why don't we? We'll do uh, I Really Want to Be Your Man, and this is not dedicated to you, Andy. So <laughs> put it back in your pants. We'll do it for you. So, Andy, there's one other thing I, I wanted to talk about, and you mentioned this in the pre-show. What was the track? What was the, the name of the song? Oh, yeah. There's one interesting track in here. I was always kind of puzzled what the meaning behind it was. Uh, track six is just titled Jim Sullivan. and I, I don't know if that was like a friend of the band or what significance was with that guy. Yeah, and you tried to stump me and ask me if I knew about it. Uh, Jim <laughs> Sullivan was an American singer-songwriter and guitarist who uh, released really only one true album, and it was about UFOs. Mm. And he disappeared in March of 1975. He was driving to Nashville, and I guess he just no one was ever able to find him. There's some people who saw him in his car and whatever, but he completely disappeared, and... You know, some people say he was abducted uh, by UFOs, but um, yeah. So the album UFO, I actually listened to because of this, and that's bands that are fans of music that put little nuggets in like this is cool because I never heard of that dude, and I never thought about it. But researching this album a little bit more, I I found that out and listened to some interesting folk rock about UFOs. So <laughs> I don't know. It's just cool. It's just that's the journey, and so. Thank you to these Canadian patriots for entertaining me for many years, and I look forward to every record that they put out. So, uh, salute to the Sheepdogs. Yes. Here's to the Sheepdogs. Thanks. Thanks for the good music. Looking forward to uh, many more awesome records. Yes, please. Yes, please. What did you find up north that we can talk about today? Yeah, well, so Canada, there's so many good rock bands up in Canada that we covered in the beginning of the show here. Um, but there was kind of a, a more, I guess you'd say, modern rock sound, kind of a post-rock sound from a group that kind of introduced me to that sound in the late 90s, a band by the name of uh, Godspeed, you Black Emperor. And they're like a large collective type band. I think it's usually about 12 people, though the rotation does, does change over the years. This is their second full length I'm talking about. It's entitled Lift Your Skinny Fists Like Antennas to the Heaven. 
Um, and it's a relatively long record. It's about an hour and a half, and it's only four tracks, but they're all about 20 minutes long. I think you owe me an apology. You need to say sorry for me. <laughs> me listen to, I listened to it three times, man. Three times. That's a lot of, that's a lot of time to put into uh, a try, record. I try to honor your choices. <laughs> well, I love this record. And when I first heard it, this was really the first time I'd heard any type of like, um, I guess you'd call it like atmospheric rock music. There's a lot of like orchestral elements to this. Um, lots of strings and some horns in addition to like the guitar, bass, and drums you'd expect. So it has a very kind of spacey, I guess you could say, kind of in the line of Pink Floyd sound to it. Um, let's play a cut from the first track on the first disc. The title here is Storm, and we're going to go about halfway into that track. Yeah, just that. Oh, come on. This album is so exciting. Are you kidding me? Oh, man. It's like a 27 minute song, dude. Yeah, but so much happens throughout it. There's all these crescendos and these, you know, cool little um, found sound pieces that kind of act as little interludes between the different movements. And oh, I think it's so riveting. But you, you were kind of like less around even after listening three times? Well, I enjoyed moments. It's just, you know, we've, me. I need some vocals or I need like instrumental music is fine. I don't typically like rock instrumental, jazz and stuff where the instruments kind of have voices. You know, you've got a piano, you got saxophone, mm-hmm. you got horn, you know, you've got these voices in there kind of, you know, different personalities. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's like I said, there were moments, but because they were giant songs, it was hard to pinpoint them when it was all said and done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. It does all kind of blur together, which I think is the intent to kind of create more of a sonic landscape as opposed to like little concrete songs. I know somebody who actually had, uh, I think it was that last track we just played, played at the uh, procession at their wedding, like as they were walking up the aisle. <laughs> really? See, I'd never awesome. heard of this. So awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I totally missed this somehow, and yeah, I was surprised. I thought you, you know, I thought you would do a band like the Tragically Hip, which would have been great. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, which, by yeah, the way, the they are anyone yeah. that hasn't listened to the Tragically Hip, you should. Uh, I often kind of compare them to REM, but anyway, this was cool. Like as I've said before, you make me listen to stuff that I never would. My recommendations in my music app change because I listen to these things. <laughs> And then Google's like, oh. It was like, what? what Dude, like do? this. <laughs> so it does it does force recommend you know, recommendations come to me that might I might have missed otherwise. So I didn't love this, but I get why you did, so I'll leave it cool. there. Yeah, I can accept that. So yeah, I mean if you're a fan of like bands like Magwai or Swans or Civil Mount Zion, it's definitely up your alley. And they have a good discography, too. They've put out three records since this has come out, the latest one being just a couple of years ago. So they're still active, still have relatively the same sound. They got a little bit political 
um, and some of the uh, the clips they play in their music. So if you're into that, uh, I think this is a hell of a record to start with. Um, let's play a little bit from the second disc here. This is the uh, first disc on the second side, uh, Sleep. So that builds for about six or eight minutes or so and a pretty awesome crescendo and it comes right back again and yeah, the second half of this album is just absolutely incredible so yes, yes. well <laughs> one thing there are some vocals in that there are spoken right. word clips and tracks that i don't know if they're sampled from movies or what or if they're recorded for this do you know um i believe they are recorded for this they're what they call like found sounds like things they've recorded out and about around canada yeah there's like uh kind of like a a loudspeaker announcement that you'd hear in like a shopping center and there's like an interview with the guy about um coney island and a couple of like uh spree street preachers you'd call them yeah people go around and kind of scream about the apocalypse coming so they're really kind of varying and they're mostly about reflections on society you know our place in the world um they generally fit in this record kind of has like a very um end of the world kind of vibe to it i would say in general and the clips kind of fit within that that story as well but yeah very interesting record lots of cool moments on here and I think it's a pretty awesome thing to come out of Canada. So yeah, Godspeed you Black Emperor, lift your skinny fists like antennas to heaven. Yes, and don't forget the Sheepdog's future nostalgia as well. Thank you, Canada, mm. for your contributions to our musical enjoyment. Um, enjoy your day. And uh, yeah, so thanks everybody. And I hope there's some Canadian listeners out there <laughs> yeah uh, be sure to tune in we're going to do a special show right before the 4th of July next week so we're going to have a quick uh, rundown of some like good barbecue music for your 4th of July celebrations and don't forget to check out the show on albumnerds.com hook us up on Twitter and Symbol and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week and don't forget that's album nerds with an A a. That's right. Get Canadian. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Check us out. Go to our website. Let us know what you think. And uh, please have a wonderful, safe holidays, everybody. Peace out. <laughs>